Let's head to Australia, where Brad Foster is standing by, our Australian correspondent. Brad, hello. Hey, Hi. How are you going? Uh, I've got to say, Wolf Creek, Jesse, for me, is, uh, is, uh, is, is up there, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I. this is the first I've heard of Wolf Creek. It's a TV show or a film, horror film, and it's Australian. Uh, it, was, it was the movie, and uh, a friend and I um, uh, rode motorbikes from Alice Springs to Darwin, 2,000 kilometres. Uh, the first pub we stopped at, we uh, we were staying overnight, and a, the man a man in there was telling us how he cured meat in his um, <laughs> in his shed up the road, and whether we'd like to see them. And uh, I said to my friend, I think it's time to go home and uh, and lock the door. And, and Wolf Creek was certainly there. <laughs> uh, hey, welcome to the Here show, Brad. Right. And um, well, we're feeling pretty pleased with how the uh, football World Cup is going, and you guys are as well. Both uh, opened our campaigns with a win. Maybe we'll see we you in did. the finals. <laughs> well, that'd be nice, um, and I, I think uh, there's a chance we're, we're both going to get through the um, the uh, initial pool games now. And I, I bet New Zealand winning last week must be a real confidence booster oh, yeah. going into tonight's game, isn't it? Yeah, you were just one nil as well, weren't you? Yeah, we were, and uh, we were lucky because um, our uh, number one striker and the captain, Sam Kerr, she, she was out with a calf injury just, well, they announced it just before the game, uh, and I think she's going to be out for a few more games at least, and we play Nigeria on Thursday night in Brisbane. They had a one-all draw against Canada, but um, I think we're both going to get through the, the group stages, and I think um, Aussies and Kiwis have a common ability to never say die and have a crack and and uh, hopefully this um this competition's going to show that uh, for uh, everybody who's watching yeah i went to see the usa the favorites on saturday with my family and um they were looking a bit rusty but that's often the way in a major tournament the uh, the number one yeah. seed kind of starts with a a few hiccups and then just kind of picks up speed unstoppable <laughs> speed yeah, that's right. Well, I think Japan and the USA are probably uh, uh, up there uh, with the top. But soccer is a is a funny game. You just need one uh, one goal, and uh, and you can uh, you can emerge a winner. So yeah. um, bring it on. So I wonder if our prime ministers will be talking football when they meet in Wellington tomorrow. Well, they they may do uh, soccer and and also that football code that you guys seem to do quite well at. Um, the Bledisloe Cup is yeah. on Saturday night in Melbourne. Oh, wow. I think we're almost ready to give you a run for your money, Jesse, cool. in about a year's time. A oh. year's time. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. We've got the uh, the Rugby World Cup before then. You don't think you're going to be ready in time for that? Well, I'm not sure. Eddie Jones, uh, he, he needs to weave some magic, and uh, I don't think it's going to happen this weekend, but... Um, We'll uh, we'll certainly see uh, now the Australian the annual Australian New Zealand leaders meeting will I believe focus on strengthening trans Tasman relationships in trade and investment defence our commitment to the Pacific and deepening connections between our people and there was a news report last night here uh, that there could also be discussions about improving the ease of travel between our two countries with someone saying uh, we could do away with passports and. 
I thought that was interesting and I, I had a look um, online and I saw that we actually could travel uh, back in 1973 without passports. Um, the Prime Ministers huh. at the time, Gough Whitlam and Norman Kirk, said that people who had resi- resident status in either Australia or New Zealand could cra- travel between the two countries for huh. a permanent... There will be people listening state. who remember that, Brad. Yeah, it's a bit before my time, but that's fascinating. Yeah, well, I was still at school then, and I don't think uh, we'd uh, we'd gone out of the country. But it had only last it only lasted for eight years. In 1981, the Australian Minister for Immigration announced that all people entering Australia, including New Zealand citizens, would be required to carry a passport. Now, I don't know whether it's going to. Uh, uh, you know, happen again, but uh, there's a lot of uh, things like face recognition technology now that could be used. Um, although I don't think travel between our two countries is that um, that tedious or hard. Um, no, particularly with the electronic gates and things. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if it was like a domestic, we just got off the plane and uh, kept walking, that might be nice. Um, yeah, that'd be good. But we'll, go, we'll, we'll always have the biosecurity stuff as well, Brad. So that's always going to slow us down, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, some of the, the, the issues back in the, the early or the late 70s and 80s were people who were uh, transporting other uh, things than they probably shouldn't have been yeah. transporting across the two countries. But, um, you know, it'll give uh, Mr Albanese and Chris Hipkins something else to talk about when they meet tomorrow. Yes, uh, Chris Hipkins might be happy for the distraction after the week he's had so far. <laughs> Anything else happening on your side of the uh, Tasman? Well, Australia has a new Reserve Bank Governor, Michelle Bullock. She's the first woman appointed to the role, uh, and that uh, will be good when we're talking about uh, raising interest rates. Um, Tina, the Tina Turner musical in Sydney has extended its season until December. Mm, Not surprised. Finished soon, yeah, and uh, it's doing fairly well, and I think uh, there's been a uh, challenge people getting tickets, so uh, you won't have to worry now. Uh, there was a surfer in his 20s who's recovering in the hospital after being bitten by a shark in Western Australia yesterday morning. Uh, apparently he's, he's on, the, on the recovery. They closed some of the beaches down uh, south in the Margaret River region. Um, I didn't, not sure if you heard that Aussie Daniel Ricciardo is back in Formula One driving for Alpha Tauri. In the, he was in the Hungarian Grand Prix uh, over the weekend and he finished 13th, which isn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, and the fifth test, Ashes test, starts on Thursday. The draw in the last one, because of the rain, means that Australia has retained the Ashes. Uh, the English are none too happy about it, of course, but uh, it wasn't our fault about uh, the weather, Jesse. I think that's an English thing. No, but there were probably other aspects of the series, perhaps earlier on in Game 1, that's that you right. might have had something to do with. That's right, and uh, I hope we win this one and then uh, and then... They can keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff, Brad. Hey, um, thanks so much. Nice to talk to you, and we'll catch you next week. Okay, Jesse. It's Brad Foster across the ditch.